One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Damien, Headstrong is extremely delighted and honoured to be partnered with Restart Rugby. So thank you very much for this opportunity to help raise awareness about mental health and Restart in particular. You had a successful rugby career playing for Wasps and England, but after an injury in 98, you felt it necessary to start the Rugby Players Association or the RPA. What happened to you and what does the RPA resemble? Uh, well, first, thanks very much for your support. It's re- really hugely appreciated. I know from a, the players and the members' perspective, the more airtime we can give to restart and mental health support that we're giving the players is fantastic. So thank you. Um, so my actually injury happened in '96. I was captain of the England Sevens team and uh, blew my knee out in Hong Kong playing uh, in the Sevens there and um, went to the RFU and said, OK, well, National Sevens captain, you know, where's my support? Where's my insurance? Where's my medical support and they politely told me to move to jog on um, <laughs> uh, which was pretty galling as you can imagine and the game had just gone professional so it was a, it was an interesting time and, and I just think I was sort of I was really outraged by by their lack of support respect that they showed um, to one of the leading players in the country at the time so I ended up having eight operations on my knee, two new, two reconstructions, and, and effectively they couldn't put me back together again. So I was probably one of the first casualties of the professional era, and the game had literally just gone professional that, that year. So um, I was pretty lost, actually, and, I, and a lot of the issues we see 20 years down the track are, are very much what I went through, and, and it was almost like... Um, it was almost like a bereavement, you know, part of me had died and my identity and who I was and my self-esteem and everything just went down the pan. And uh, I really struggled physically, but obviously psychologically to sort of come to terms with that. And it was really my age group who went on and won the World Cup in 2003. So if I was talking to someone about this recently, and, and in many ways, you, you know, it was an extraordinary time for English rugby. There's a part of you thinking, God, I wish I'd been out there, you know, I wish I, I might have uh, had a crack. I'm sure Clive Woodward would think differently, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's an interesting sort of mental battle that you have with yourself. So I effectively went to the players who were all my peer group at the time. So you know, Martin Johnson, Lawrence Delalio, Phil de Glanville, you name it, all the sort of leading lights of the, of the English game and said, look, um, I've been to 
visit the Professional Cricketers Association. I've seen what they've done. I think we could do something similar. And, and in true rugby fashion, they said, "Well, you get on and do it, and we'll, you know, we'll be right behind you." So uh, I did. I got in my car, drove around the country, saw all the players. Said, "I think we should do this." We had no funding, so I was unpaid for two years, uh, starting the whole thing up. But I always thought it would be a good investment of my time, and something good might come of it. Um, and here we are, 21 years later, still going strong and, and having grown and, and the impact we're having in the game and the influence we're having in the game is significant. And, uh, you know, it's, it, the game is very organic. There's a lot of change has gone on, not least in the most recently around sort of investment and external investment coming into the game, but also pressure on players has gone through the roof. And I always think World Cup cycles are... Uh, you know, the World Cup is a, is a different cycle. So I think after Japan this year, we're going to see... Um, yeah, the game kick on again. So it's really exciting. And we're, we're very fortunate. We've got a fantastic team here. And, and our whole purpose as an organisation is to promote, protect the interests of our professional players, men, women, 15 sevens, try and look after the former players as best we can, which is challenging. Um, because obviously you've got a lot of players now leaving the game who, as we've talked about, struggle with a lot of mental health issues, but also displacement of what do I do next? How do I move on with my life so we have a huge resource dedicated to try and help players um, develop themselves so that that transition can be uh, as easy as possible so um, but it's an important part of my life as well you know I still love what I do I still I don't jump out of bed every morning now I sort of creak out of bed but <laughs> excited about getting to work seeing what help we can give and, and as ever when the players say thank you it means an awful lot because that's at the heart of everything we're trying to achieve So when was Restart Rugby founded and why was the charity aspect of the RPA founded? I guess it was a few years later I think 2001 and, and there was a, a specific incident that, that made us all think actually we need to be doing more in this space and obviously rugby's always been a very physical game and there have unfortunately been some significant um, catastrophic injuries so Andy Blythe was playing for Sale Sharks against Saracens basically got cleared out of a ruck couldn't feel anything was moved to Stanmore Hospital so I went to see him and uh, I knew Blythe I'd played with him so it's pretty like traumatic when you walk into a into a room at Stanmore Spinal Unit and, and there's a guy who can, just can't move his neck and can't move anything and you think crikey and, and he really um I guess he bucked the trend and, and was told he'd never walk again and he's now mobile, father, you know, he's done great things with, with his life and Restart were there to sort of look after him. You know, it wasn't a huge amount of money but it was something and it, it made us realise that this was going to be a huge demand in terms of what we were trying to do as an organisation. Alistair Hignall, who was the um, famous England fullback cricketer but also BBC uh, Five Live commentator, struck down with MS and again we provided some support for Alistair and then I guess as we've gone, gone on what we find is, is it's quite tough charity sell professional athletes are all everyone thinks they're all footballers so they all earn 100 grand a week why would I support them but actually trying to prove that they're very human that physical and mental injuries happen and it's really important that the game looks after their own. I think rugby's got a fantastic track record in actually supporting its own and so Restart was a very natural fit um, and obviously since then we've had Matt Hampson who remains probably one of the most inspiring people I've ever been fortunate enough to meet and what he's done in turning his spinal injury into a, a, almost a, 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 I mean it's almost a sort of life-changing uh, for other people now, Matt's support and what he's done through the Matt Hampson Foundation. And then obviously Ed Jackson, who this time last year I was up a mountain with him in Montbouet in the Alps and he was told he'd never walk again. 
16 months later he climbed 3,100 metres to the top of Mont Buey in the Alps and, and gave a, a speech that will stick with all of us who are lucky enough to be there um, for the rest of our lives so I think we're very fortunate that we've got some outstanding people who work in rugby who play rugby and who want to give back to rugby and that's where Restart fits in so what does Restart do for professional rugby players and their families in, in specifics? Well, there's medical treatment, obviously, that, and, and that can be the most uh, demanding uh, on the charity uh, funds. Um, so players who may have retired previously but need medical treatment ongoing, so we could step in and try and pr- provide that um, support. Um, there's obviously the uh, financial element again around um, hardship when players are uh, unable to work due to illness or injury Um, we've fitted out a number of homes over the years uh, around disability support um, and provided funds to, to, to do that and then I guess the key one that's really for me becoming almost concussion is the number one injury in rugby but I think mental health is probably going to surpass that in terms of the impact it's having on current players former players the pressure they're under we all read with great sadness the Kin and Miles story recently in the Guardian um, and it's what's really important is that those stories um, are not just brushed over you know these are very serious and, and real issues and, and you know we've had um, some tragic moments in rugby in, in its profession there with, with players taking their own lives and um, it's you know very important that, that they feel that there's something there for them and so I've just come back from from the Alps where the guys are currently doing the fourth iteration of our Alpine Challenge and Ed Jackson is leading that and to hear Ed talk passionately about how Restart reached out to him within the first two weeks of his injury and said whatever you need Ed will be there to support you and now Ed is leading the fundraising charge and you know helping us in terms of and, and, former, and fellow players so um, it, it's, uh, it's, it's really just about that first line of support and just trying to make sure that players don't feel isolated particularly around physical mental health um, and and that there is someone there who's got their back. So where can the listeners find more information on the charity and its fundraising efforts? So our website is restartrugby.org.uk. We're obviously across all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, The handle is at restartrugby. Um, Or indeed, we've got a great fundraising team here, Beth and Ursula. Um, and the players are brilliant advocates for what we do. You know, and they're wearing red T-shirts on the Restart Weekend, which is the, I think it's this 17th, 18th, 19th of April next season, or next year, sorry. Um, and the, the, we're turning the Premiership red on that day, and we're trying to get the guys to, they warm up in our T-shirts, they raise awareness. Obviously, we're very fortunate that we've got members who've got extraordinary reach in terms of social media, so um, getting them to help. And also players who are fortunate enough to be... Um, given testimonial years uh, so Alex Tate up in Newcastle um, Tom Wood at Northampton have said they're going to support Restart going forward to helping their fellow players and, and again when we go out to the clubs and we've just finished all 13 premiership clubs and the relegated club in Newcastle and we explain that unfortunately and statistically someone in that room will need Restart support that year so whether it's mental health through the helpline that we provide or whether it's physical whether it's career ending um, it's a pretty sort of grim picture we paint but it's the reality I guess of professional sport I think sometimes you'll, you will all be glued to the World Cup over the next six weeks um, and that really is the sort of top end elite end of the game but actually underneath it all there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that's not quite as glamorous so um, so we, um, the more support we can generate the better and you know, we're, we're very um, proud I guess of the, of the, of the athletes we represent uh, across 
all aspects of the game, uh, the professional game in England. So um, we, we want to do more with them and support them. What do you think people listening to Headstrong will be able to get out of this World Cup special series? I think one of the things that really struck us was around the, the fact that you know, one in four people will suffer from mental health um, issues. And we, we launched a fantastic campaign two years ago called Lift the Weight and featured people like Johnny Wilkes and James Haskell, uh, Nolly Waterman, just talking about their own battles with mental health. And I think just to see people like that who, uh, in a very sort of alpha environment, uh, open up and share some of their darker times. And, you know, I've, I've absolutely been there. Um, I think it's really important that people don't feel isolated. They're not alone. And actually, there is something there to help them. So uh, that's really important for us. Um, and, I, and I believe, you know, given that we're the only sort of organisation in rugby actually spending money in this area... I'm hoping that we can encourage all the other governing bodies, you know, the RFU and the Premiership clubs, um, the Championship clubs, you know, to really to look at mental health and say, look, what more can we be doing to make this, um, to make the player welfare an, an absolute priority? So um, I, I just believe that hearing people talk more about it sort of lightens the load. It, it, it shakes off the taboo around mental health. Uh, and when you see sort of six foot seven strapping blokes running into each other, but know deep down that there are some significant emotional issues that ha- that exist within the dressing room because of the pressures put on the players or the pressure the players put on themselves, I, I think it's a really important and positive message to be sending out to a broader church. I ask this question to everybody that comes on the podcast, but what does the word headstrong mean to you? That's a great question. For me, it's probably not giving up. And, and I think about, as, as you'd imagine, you, you tend to sort of look at uh, your own personal situation. And when I started the RPA, everyone said, you're mad, what are you doing? Go back to the city and earn a lot of money and <laughs> retire at 45, which I'm now wistfully thinking, wishing I had done. But, uh, <laughs> no, but I think it is not giving up. And, it, and it's that, it is the sort of the belief um, about your own sort of values and strengths and actually backing yourself and um, you know as as I said I think it's just really important that A we're talking about this stuff but also that people are believing in themselves and you know we deal with these finely tuned athletes who are are in a performance environment where they have to deliver uh, in the 80 minutes on match day and obviously all the training that goes into it so I really believe that sort of self-belief and and, and the determination to not give up is, is an incredibly important part of being headstrong and I suppose the final question that I have to ask you is, who is going to make the World Cup final in Japan? Well, it's interesting. We've been sort of back and forth in the England camp all summer, and I've never seen it as relaxed and yet focused. And the spirit is as good as I've ever seen it in a rugby environment, including ones I've been in, um, albeit back in the 1950s so um, I think you know obviously look, my, my, my heart and head are saying if England can find their feet early doors you know build up confidence and momentum uh, certainly in the latter parts of the pool stages going into the knockout stage I think they are um, definitely one of the teams to beat um, and it's quite hard to look beyond New Zealand and or South Africa but I'm going to go with an England South Africa final and England to win by two points Damien thank you so much for your time like I said at the beginning uh, we're absolutely delighted and honoured to be partnered with Restart Rugby and continue raising awareness about this amazing charity Uh, and in fact you know the sport itself and may it keep rising up 
Uh, and so thank you so much. Thanks so much, Louis. Cheers. All the best. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.